What's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Matt Sports House. I am your host, Matthew Anderson. Today, I have one of my good friends, sports performance coach Cam Millia. Cam, say what's up to the people. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Yeah, we got a good episode prepared for today. Just want to get Cam's insight on some things that's going on uh, with, like, you know, the combines and pro days and stuff like that coming on, and just hear a little bit more about his story. So, without further ado, welcome to my sports house. Open up the champagne. It's my house, come on, turn it up. Uh. Hear a knock on the door when the night begins. Cause we've done this before, so you come on in. Make yourself at my home, tell me where you've been. Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this. Sometimes you gotta stay in. And you know where I live. Yeah, you know what we is. All right, Cam. So once again, happy you're here with us today. Just so you can kind of, just so I can kind of introduce you to the audience. Just tell us a little about your story. I know you started off at Irmo High School, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, you spent some time at USC Limestone, and now you do sports performance coaching. So just talk to me a little bit about it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, man. Appreciate it, honestly. Sure. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, man. I I went to Irmo, played football. Um, didn't really like take my I guess getting noticed, and you know, in high school, I didn't get take that that seriously. So I, you know, just wanted to go to Carolina like the rest of my family and everything. And then, um, you know, I I didn't enjoy school at all. Not being <laughs> an athlete, like honestly, I hated it. And went to school every day, and I was like seeing these dudes. And I'm like, dang, dude, I, I could be on that team. And you know, it just if you're an athlete and you love football and like that's all you know, you know, that's all you're used to is going to that. Every day after practice, you know, after school and everything, practicing. When you don't do it and it's habitual to you, it's like miserable, man. I didn't want to be there, so I, you know, I just was trying hard, and I actually tried to walk on my first semester of school, and then I didn't make it because they already had four long snappers, and I'm not the size of an SEC fullback, you know <laughs> what I mean? So I, uh, you know, I tried my hardest. I worked, I worked hard for that the whole rest of that year with a uh, Savell Newton, actually. Yeah, he's, quarterback. Yeah, he's he's. He's the goat, man. That's a good dude right there. He helped out. Like, it was me and, like, eight of us. Honestly, it was a group of us. And most of us made it in that group of walk-ons. Sheesh. Yeah, it was sweet. They, you know the old bubble? Uh, the, in, the indoor? The old yeah, one? yeah. It's over there by the soccer facility, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, I was there every, like, probably three times a week. Sheesh, you know, getting it in. Four times, probably. It was Savelle. Savelle was, man, talk about all the ladder drills and everything that I, I still do them to this day with all my kids, like. But he he was a good look. Shout out to that dude, you know, saving my one of the best quarterbacks probably. You know, him and I mean, there's a bunch of good quarterbacks. Yeah, there's a lot of really through, good but, quarterbacks but, that came through, yeah. But he's one of the best. I mean, let's be honest. He was like talk about you talk about full athlete too, talk about playing every position. Yeah. Talk about safety, receiver, like running back, yeah, kick returner. Like he did he probably did everything. I, but um anyways, he helped us and then we, so I walked on that next, you know, that next year. Then I made it. What year was that? Do you remember? Um, 2013. So who are some of the guys that are on the team whenever you first got on? So dude, I was on that squad with like, <laughs> like that. I mean, that was just a blessing to be on that team. Honestly, it was like Clowney and Chad Sutton. You know, um, you know Cody Gibson, Mike Matulis, Melvin Ingram sure. and them on that team. Melvin just left. Oh yeah, just left. So wait no 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 hold up, 
Yeah, Melvin just left. So it was like Dar- Gerald Dixon Jr. Yeah. His bro. Sheesh. The Dixon bros. Uh, That's when the rosters were stacked. And Spurrier yeah, was man. the head coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sheesh, I know you you probably enjoyed your time with Spurrier, right? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the time that I was blessed to be around those dudes and that talent and that high like high pace of a team, and it was it was pretty cool, man. And then um, so I ended up, you know, Walking on as a long snapper, it was awesome, and I made it, and I got to, you know, just enjoy my time and get play some scout team and run, you know, just try, you know, have a good time, enjoyed it. Probably went, you know, didn't focus on my studies enough. That was on me. <laughs> that was on me. I, I can be honest and admit it, yeah. but, uh, you know, it takes some time to realize that, that, you know, it's not anybody else's fault but mine, so I probably – should have, should have learned to study a little bit more, but, you know. Got to give people some time to grow, so it was all in the growing pains. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, so I kind of didn't focus on my grades as much, just focused on the hype of being on the team and being a walk you know, just trying to soak it all in. SEC athlete. Yeah, dude. Trying to, <laughs> hey, that's when, like, Instagram and everything was being, getting big, dude. Like, 2012, 13, that's, like, when it first came. I mean, what, 2010? That's yeah, that's around the time really popped like that. Because before then, there's like a couple people knew about it, but it wasn't nothing too major. But like, so Instagram, I mean, Instagram, you know, I was just new on that. I didn't really know. And, you know, I was trying to just soak it all in, soak it all in, like the experience and just the, like the spring game, man. I got to play. It was so cool. Coach Adams, shout out. He was a D-line coach. He let me play some DN okay. in the spring game. Yeah. That was so fun, man. And then, uh, so I had a good time, but then I ended up, you know, getting like academic suspension or whatever. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of humbling to like say it. Even you know, it's like you go through stuff, and but you learn, and and it's honestly a blessing because I probably wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for what I went through. You know, so yeah. So you ended up taking your talents to Limestone, right? Yeah, yeah. How so, was your experience there? It was awesome, man. It was uh, a little different than Carolina. You know, it was. Just, it was, but it was a second chance for me mm-hmm. to prove, you know, not to anybody, but to prove myself. You know, back then I thought it was like proving to my family or whoever. It's like prove to anybody watching me on, you know, you think everybody's like watching you or something. It's like hey, oh, everybody's no, on you. Yeah. yeah, no, no, everybody's doing their own thing. That's the thing. It's like they're not, they're pulling for you. But like, if you take a step back and think like nobody, like nobody's gonna care if you mess up or nobody. I mean, they're gonna say whatever, but they're going through their own stuff. So it's like. I think people were like, you know, it was crazy to see, like, when I made a team in Carolina, let's say, all the people that, like, showed up out of nowhere, you know, it's like, oh, that's my guy. Yo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yo. And that's, like, nothing. It's like, but that's a big thing. Because, like, I mean, Irmo, we got some dudes that, like, did some good stuff, but it's like, you know, you don't, you didn't hear a lot. I mean, social media was just getting out, or media, I guess. So it's like, so, anyways, I did that. And, and then right when it, got taken away from me. It's like you see all the people that, like, hit you up, and then where do they go, you know? It's like, oh, man, I thought you were my boy, and then, or I thought you, you know, I don't know. But I had a lot of people help me get through that dark period, I should say, in my life, like, low, and uh, get back get back to get rolling at Limestone. So that's the second chance. That was awesome. Coach James, uh, Bobby James, took, took a chance on me. It was pretty awesome. I'm yeah. pretty blessed, you know, I uh, – you know, I can't say I didn't mess up again, though. You know, I thought I was rolling pretty good, but then I made my mistakes at Limestone, too. And But, I, you know, I dealt with them. I handled them. And 
you know, got got through that stuff too. God blessed me with some teammates that are like kids, good kids that I went to school with. Like, I, I don't know where I'd be without some of the kids, you know, that I played with. And then, so I met some of my like bros that I'll, I'll know, like I'll I'll probably talk to the rest of my life, you know, from playing football. So that was one of the coolest things going to limestone. But um, yeah, I got the, and I got a little bit more, you know, not too much more playing time, but a little bit more. <laughs> so hey, I I got to play kick, like a bunch of special teams, a bunch of, you know, got in a little bit at a little bit of linebacker my last year, a little bit okay, of, a little what bit of Lewis, <laughs> a little bit of H back, fullback, like a couple for like two years, and then my last year, Coach Furry, Mike Furry came in and changed up our whole program. Mike Furry, I have some guys that uh, play at Limestone now, and they talked about Mike Furry because they say he has some type of connection to the University of South Carolina. Um, I, no, the uh, our our quarterback coach. Um, What's his name? Can't think. Oh, man, I mean, he's gonna, they're gonna laugh at me, but I because I, they always talk about. I've heard that Mike Furry name a lot. Uh, one of my guys, Cedric, he plays receiver at Limestone now. Okay, and so they talk about him all the time. But I guess we can keep moving. But at Limestone, is that where you really got into sports performance and that thinking about maybe doing that as far as uh, for a career, or did that happen before then? So, you know, I've always loved, like, even in high school, man, I used to, I used to get yelled at because I'd come home at 11.30 at night and I'd be I'd tell my mom I'd go to the gym at, like, set, like 8 or something. You know, I'd be in the gym till for, like, two and a half, three hours. And she'd have to call me and be like, Can't, hey, you got to get out of there. I'd stay until the like, clothes legit at, like, move or whatever. And on your Ben Bullwear. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I came home and, you know, we did I, – I went up to Irmo a lot, like, you know – Shout out my high school coaches that still let me like come up there and use that turf and their that sweet rip, uh, weight room they got now. Yeah, that, that's a nice facility. Yeah, yeah, that thing's sweet. And you know, it helped me really prepare for limestone. I got a really good prep at it from like that summer when I was transferring in, or you know, the summer before my first year actually at limestone. But um, you know, awesome opportunity. Mike Furry actually, uh, he started working out with me a little bit when I was a strength coach intern my for my practicum my senior year okay so he coach furry would actually him and the, some of the other coaches would come in and um would come in and work out and uh he, he introduced me to, like brian Erlacher's workouts and like just some yikes cool stuff yeah like he he you know he he was a strong dude like i thought i was strong and then you know my coach furry was one of the strongest dudes i've probably ever met and but he'd come in there and like just show me some stuff that I still do today. Like, you know, another great coach, another great dude that showed me showed me kinda some uh, you know, some really stuff that I use today as a coach and it bettered me as a man, you know. And he helped he did help us a lot. He had like Bible studies for us and and he always let us know like that we were you know, he cared about us and we had a team and we had a family. It's all about family. He brought that that mindset to me about family is number one, man. And that's it. I was about to say, and that's really powerful in sports. And so I think you had told me before, you started working with the University of South Carolina, like just uh, working with different sports teams, or how did that kind of come about? So off the uh, inspiration to do my practicum at Limestone, Coach Lamb actually gave me that opportunity. That was awesome. He's he's the head strength coach at Limestone. He gave me that opportunity to do my practicum so I could graduate with that strength conditioning major at Limestone in – it's like exercise science, you know, it's much the same class, it's just different limestones, like old yeah, schools, yeah. So they call it like strength conditioning, exercise science. 
either way, Coach Lamb took that chance on me. That was awesome. He uh, introduced me to Coach Warsham and Coach Van Dusen and those dudes. They really helped me a lot, man. They they taught me a lot of what I know now, and you know gave me all that experience and the guidance, and you know helped me through whatever I needed as a man too, not just as a coach, like as a to help in this world and stuff like that, and just stuff that I cherish and want to pass on to other people. So. After I graduated, I went to this, you know, I did my, did a little bit of experience here and there, and then I, I went to this Summer Strong thing, it's for Sornex, you know, that uh, weight equipment, Sornex. I've heard of it. It's a uh, brand of equipment from West Columbia, actually, they're for local, but they have this thing called Summer Strong every year, and it's, well, I don't, I don't know if they had it this year, but, uh, which is sad, but... Uh, they had this this thing called Summer Strong, and it's like a strength conditioning meet meet up thing of coaches. All these coaches come all over. Some of them speak. Um, it's pretty cool, and I got to hear a lot of great coaches, like a couple of dudes from like Virginia Tech, um, Southern California. You know, Duke. I got to meet a lot of coaches. My coach Keith Scruggs, he's the strength coach at Carolina. Um, he's on the Olympic side, actually. Okay, so that's like the with the volleyballs and all those type of sports like that. Baseball is that Olympic sport too? Yeah, so the Olympic yeah baseball is an Olympic sport, but so Coach Billy actually was the head strength coach of the Olympics uh, side, and then Keith was the like sports performance coach. He was more he's like an assistant. He's over uh, men's soccer, women's volleyball, indoor and beach, and gotcha. then a couple other teams. But he helps a lot. He's like you know other other teams with support too, but um. He taught me, man, that dude, I, I met him there, and that opened up. I mean, he, he took a chance on me and um, got me introduced to the right people, let's just say, and introduced to, you know, in front of the right people. And then I ended up meeting this other guy, Ryan Waterbury, who was a – he was a softball strength coach at the time. Okay. He was doing his – he was doing something for his masters for Coach Paul, who you know, you know. Paul Beckwith. Yeah, yeah. I know him. Coach Paul, he's the man. He took a chance on me, so – I ended up meeting Ryan was like one day he just came in he was like um he was like yo hey you know uh you should come by this place it's opening up it's a sick facility up on the road over there and it's it's all about like technology all this stuff sports performance is gonna be sweet I mean you know I don't know I know you're you know I was a free intern at the time trying to make some gas money personal training a little bit you talking right. about when you first got Apex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I actually met you at because yeah. we I came in there. That was the summer, must have been of 2017. I want to yeah, say yeah. summer of 2017. Some guy had the same shirt on as me, and I'm like, what the devil? And it was you over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh snap! And actually, I had been training there back when they were in Lexington. Uh, they used to be right yeah. there where you know where you used to be at right there at Apex. They used to be right More over there. Yeah, yeah. First time I got on the tread at that time before it was a treadmill. It was a treadmill. Paul pulled me a little bit, fell on my face, went back up there, fell again. But uh, <laughs> so that's where I ended up meeting you at. But and so you went there and you worked at the one on Huger Street, which y'all young athletes, if you're here listening, Huger. I call Huger Huger <laughs> Street. Then Cam, you went over to work at the out. one in Lexington. But now you're doing some type of freelance strength and uh, strength sports performance. Just talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So you know, uh, let me go back to where. So I met Coach Paul. Ryan introduced me to Coach Paul. Coach Paul took a chance on me. He's like, hey, man, you know, we're new here. He's like, I got Jonathan Ashworth. Shout out, Coach John. Basketball guy. He's a man. Coach uh, John. And uh, he's like, yeah, we already got, you know, he's like, I don't have anything for you right now. All I can offer is internship. So I'm like, dang. But I'm like, hey, this place is sick. I see some potential here. 
Yeah. It was a sweet facility. I've never seen anything like that. And a lot of nice equipment. Dude, equipment. I mean, it's, it's, it is nice. And so, I, you know, I go up. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I, I'll be down at Carolina about 1. I went from about, like, I got down there at about 5.15 or whatever, or 5.45 usually. You know, try to be there because the volleyball started at 6. And then I'd be, and then I'd kind of go over baseball and then help with Coach Dan. Shout out Coach Dan Austin and Billy and Ryan Waterbury taking a chance on me. And, um. Then I went over to uh, baseball till about one or so, and then I left, got some, try to get some food, head right over to Apex right there, go till about you know the rest of the day. Sheesh. Just put in the hours, dude, intern, and then uh, you know just coach Paul, man. The first, what I really respect is uh, the first chance he gave me. He was like, "Hey, man," he's like, "I got a group of football over there. Go ahead. Uh, they need some bag drills. Go ahead." And, I, I, and I'm an intern, man, and it's like the. The confidence he he helped me build by doing that because I've never you know I've learned a lot by like so much experience but like I've never had that where you know you just get thrown out of the nest you know thrown in the fire yeah you what are you gonna do you gonna you gonna pull out your phone and Google stuff or what are you gonna you gonna (laughs) you gonna adapt what are you gonna do you know it's like so I just I went with my gut I went I mean I played football you know it's like stuff I've done stuff coaches that stuck with me that I did so. You know, I did that, you know, kind of blew it. I guess, I don't know, I, I guess he either expected it or he, he expected me to <laughs> sit there and shake, but I did it. Yeah. Got him through. Shout out Matrick Belden and all them. Oh, I remember yeah. he was in the first group probably I've ever had. He's Good. on that show on Netflix. Oh, American. I know. That's so cool, man. It's amazing. Congrats to, the, congrats to you, Matt. Uh, yeah, so y'all got Matrick been putting in work. But continue with uh, how you end up going from being an intern to a full-time employee. Okay, so yeah, I kept, you know, I held out for a little while, almost left there, you know, took a couple different positions, but I'm glad I held out and, you know, Coach Paul really looked after me, so I got on full time and then, um, you know, took it from there, you know, three and a half years later, a lot of experience learned, a lot of uh, great knowledge, a lot of uh, learning, you know, Great people, great connections. That's the main thing. A lot of great athletes or families coming through, you know, meeting awesome people, uh, really learn. And um, now, you know, I've been my craft that I've kind of developed over the years of just all the experience and learning has taken me where I've gotten noticed. You know, one of my other athletes that helped train for a little while, he shouted out he started his own company, uh, Legion Performance. That's We're dope. doing some work down in Charleston. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and it also allows me to do my own thing here around Columbia and stuff too. And, you know, like wherever I want, really. That's the beauty of it, you know. I got you. So, hey, now with these, you know, it usually would be the NFL Combine coming up. But because the Combine has been canceled for COVID reasons, they're just going to have the different NFL personnel going to everybody's yeah. different pro days and stuff like that. So, I guess my – Yeah, I'm saying that's crazy, isn't it? Like the online Combine, you know. Yeah, I know, right? And then so what ends up happening is uh, guys are still focusing. They're still at places like Exus. And I think even in years past, guys that usually from the University of South Carolina or some smaller schools have actually come to Apex Performance. I know where y'all have been there. So I guess my question I'd ask you is what are some different things those guys focus on? Obviously, they're lifting heavy weights and stuff like that. But uh, when it comes to, like, maybe nutrition, recovery, or just sleep and stuff like that. So, yeah, the main thing, I mean, for the – you know, the main thing, obviously, the 40s, the change direction, you know, the L drill, all the drills they do, the broad jump, everything. 
They're testing to see, you know, how athletic these guys are. You know, they're going to see their film. They're going to see how athletic these guys are, though, right in front of them. Yeah. So that's just going to be weird about that online uh, combine because, you know, usually it's, they want to see them in front of them. So, but that hopefully they'll get a good, you know, judgment off who they are, off seeing the film and everything. But for some of the guys that, you know, let's say they don't have as much film or they need a little bit more or something or they got people judging them or something, they, that gives them a good chance to come out there and show them how really how, how much they can work and how much how really athletic they can get, you know, and how much they can work to get there. And we talked about this actually on one of our previous episodes. I think Rashawn mentioned it. It's a really good thing for these guys to be able to do a pro day at their own school because, you know, you're a little bit more comfortable. So maybe you'll be able to get an extra bench press rep in or something as opposed to going to Lucas Oil. But I guess I would also ask you, uh, are there any players that you're really looking forward to that are coming out of college football this year and heading to the NFL? Shoot, man. Some of my guys, honestly, that are, you know, going through all this. Like, one of them, a couple of them, you know, have to play in the spring. So, I, I got to, you know, my guy Chance and uh, Tyran over at Newberry and, like, a couple others that have a chance, you know, to get looked at. But they got to play well in the spring. Yeah. They got kind of robbed. A lot of my guys at Benedict even got robbed of the season last year. I understand, you know, but it's uh, – you know, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to seeing Trevor Lawrence, obviously, like everybody else probably, um, you know, people like that. You know, I'm a Carolina guy, but, you know, I like what Trevor did for the to keep football around. <laughs> he yeah. kind of fought for it. So I'm, I'm kind of pulled for him, a couple other guys, you know. But um, honestly, back to the, you know, the NFL combine, seeing, seeing how flexible these guys are and seeing how they can move, that's the big thing too is uh, – they see some of these guys in front of three hundred pound linemen and stuff like that, and I mean they're seeing these dudes move, you know, and that's whoever can move the best, whoever can is the most flexible, whoever's, you know, catching every ball, catching, doing every drill right. That's who's going to do well, and you know, even if they're not in the combine, I, I do recommend them doing a pro day, you know, and getting in front. It's just a chance to get in front of somebody and show them your times. You know, if you're, you know, don't worry if you don't have the best times and stuff like that and all the best but if but if you don't have the best film you know you need to focus on the best time yeah you gotta get that right but you know kids don't need to focus on so much as i've seen that too much too where a lot of these kids if they're not seniors already or juniors that are getting ready for the combine they're already worried about the numbers and they're a freshman and it's like or a sophomore it's like hey man rack up some film Focus on being the best player you can be, then worry about the forty time. That that stuff will come naturally if yeah. you're an athlete. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll be able to move better than everybody else. So it's like have you know enjoy the game, enjoy it first because it's all business at the, at the end of the day when you get into the league and it's all about performing and that at those numbers and everything. So don't my advice is don't worry about the numbers so much until they do get to that age. But and then the other thing for the kids that are getting ready for it, just be the most flexible. Stay hydrated, you know, be ready for the drills and just train those drills. Train those drills habitually and do those drills because that's what you're getting trained on is those drills. The film will show how how much of an athlete you are and what kind of player you are. The drills are to show those drills, so be good at them if that makes any sense. How important is sleep to the whole uh, strength and conditioning process? Sleep is tremendous. Um, I know, you know, those guys got to travel and be on the road and all that stuff, so they might not get a lot of sleep or whatever, but as much as you can get. Naps, if you got to take some naps, do whatever, man. I mean, try to get seven to eight hours. Obviously, that's not the case for everybody, but try to get as much, you know, as close to that as you can, I would say. Okay. 
And then also, one thing I also thought is kind of interesting is whenever you get ready to head to the NFL or different guys do, like how long that season is as compared to a college football season. Also, like when guys leave high school to college, they're more so like getting built up because some guys don't come from really good strength and conditioning backgrounds in uh, high school or whatnot. But how different if you think it is a process training being, let's say, a strength and conditioning coach for like an NFL team as as opposed to a college team? Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't – shoot, I haven't had a lot of experience up in the pros, you know, so – but I've had experience around college and, you know, I was in college and stuff. So I think the the pros are just – it's a lot more specific. Probably okay. it's a lot more like – because they got more – you know, they, they do have more, I guess, coaches for players or something. You know, like they like college is like so many kids. Yeah. And yeah. most pro guys seem like they go to their own person too. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They spend a lot more. Well, they have more money too. Yeah. That helps, you know, college kids. Nowadays, at least they're getting to sell some stuff. But back then, it's like, dude, you, you know, you're, you're fighting. You, you got to get another. Some kids have to get jobs and stuff to like have some money to spend. And so, you know, it's pro guys have more money. That does help, obviously, to get your own guy. But um, I think that training out there is. These guys are playing at a, such a different level. Like each level you go up, obviously high school, college, pro is like more fast paced and everything. But these dudes are, you know, they're they're gonna be more specific drills and everything like that, and more, um, you know, just like injury prevention, a lot more depth probably in nutrition. I, I give a lot of credit to these college people, these college coaches, I should say, and the college dietitians they have now, and all the resources these college kids have now. I mean, honestly. But, you know, the pros are just going to have just more, probably more and, you know, better dialed in, I would assume. I mean, my buddy um, Rodane actually he works up in the Pittsburgh organization and he um, is on the strength staff. And he said it's just, you know, it's a business. It's such a more, it's more of a business, I guess. And it really lets you know that all the time that it's really like a business up there at that level. And if you're not performing and you're not doing your job, you're not just gonna get like talked to. You're gonna get fined, or you're gonna get. You're not gonna get paid, or you're gonna. Yeah. Get, you know, say, so, or you potentially get fired. I mean, if you're not doing the right thing, so yeah, I think it's it's just more of a it's a professional business, you know. So they they can't. I feel like they they dial it in a little bit, and you know. And you're not having to worry about going to class, but you hear yeah, yeah. A, you hear a lot about NFL guys saying that it's like, yo, this is a business, and it's like to the players, echo it. They've heard it so much, so they know they have to perform. Otherwise, you might might be unemployed. Oh, yeah. But I guess since we're talking about the NFL, I do want to get your Super Bowl pick. Who you got uh, winning the Super Bowl this year? You got Brady, the kind of the OG of it. You think Patty Mahomes boy takes it? Shoot, man, that that's it's, I think it's nuts that Tom Brady is already you know to one year to one year. bring that team to the. But the Chiefs, man. I mean, they they won it last year, so. But obviously, I'm pulling. I don't know. I'm pulling for Brady and Gronk. I mean, are you pulling for Brady? I mean, they they could get it. I mean, they that's just so cool. That'd be such a cool story. So I I really think they could take it. You know. And they're gonna be playing in their home stadium too. So that just adds insult. And then the the whole thing. Gronk comes back this year. Yeah. And then he's already back in the Super Bowl. And the war on Brady for deflating the balls and everything. Oh yeah, deflate. It don't matter. He's just showing that. It don't matter what team, you know. It's like he's he's he can get it done, you know. Don't matter what the weather is, no, because it's like Tampa Bay's nice and warm, and New England is nice and cold. No yeah, matter yeah. what, just show up and play. I think the only thing the the Chiefs could potentially, because I think the Chiefs just lost, I think Eric Fisher, if I'm not mistaken. So now they've lost both of their tackles for the year. So if 
the, the Buccaneers can get some pressure on them, then maybe they have a, a chance. But I'm definitely going for Patrick Mahomes. But last thing I want to add in the Chiefs, but last thing I want to ask you is I know you've caught wind of Shane Beamer being hired at USC. Uh, did Were you around Beamer at all, or was he gone before you got there at South Carolina? Shoot, I was gone. Okay, yeah. gotcha. He was gone. But, yeah, Beamer is the new head coach at uh, the University of South Carolina. You think it's a good hire? Yeah, man. I mean, it, you know, anything right now is, you know, a new culture. Maybe he can come in there if he's, you know, he's he's got some good excitement to him, good energy. You know, I love Muschamp. You know, but maybe bringing a new – I mean, everybody wants change and stuff, so it's like, hey, bring something new, get a new standard, new something new in there. Might bring a new little spark into that program. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what he's got to bring. I mean, I love Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech, so – if his family, you know, if he's the same as his dad, I mean, we should have a good program, I believe. Yeah, immediately whenever they hired him, I was like, wait, who is that? But I'm like, oh, Beamer. Because everybody remembers Beamer ball back whenever Frank Beamer oh, yeah. was at Virginia Tech. But, yeah, so he finished up at uh, Oklahoma, and so he'll be the new head coach at USC. I guess with our first, like, dosage of him we'll really see, well, like, what impact he makes on the program will be probably at the spring game if they have yeah. one this year. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens there. But that's all we have for you all today. Where can they find you, Cam, on social media? Shoot. Just to hit you up. Right I'll... now, uh, follow me at, at KillaSpeed with a little two underscores after it. You know, you probably type in KillaSpeed to come up. That's my work page now. I'm doing my own thing. You know, I, I couldn't really post a lot because, you know, I had to do stuff under the Apex stuff. But, you know, now I'm on my own and I'm going to try to start uploading more. So follow me on that. Hey, so follow Cam. Hit him up. You got a son, a nephew, whatever, a daughter, a niece, whatever. If you need somebody who needs to get some performance training to hit Cam up, he'll get you right. That's all we have for you for this edition of Matt Sports House. Peace. He thought the money make you happy, it don't make you different. I start to see that shit myself when I got a couple million. Bro, through the mud, I can't lie, seen too much. Real steppers outside, they're squeezing bus. I told my brother, have some patience and your day will come. Now he's sitting in the county jail and he ain't got no bun. You can't walk inside my shoes like a sneaker punk. I overcome obstacles and they 